good at our job. I could, I could, I could drop dead right now. Oh, you're not. Am I that? Listen, what I'm saying. If I was to drop dead right now, my last thought would be, I've had a good life. Game time. Let's go. We in here. It's time to bring the East Coast. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Y'all know what I'm here to do. Let's rock. Change it up, 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 change it up. Here we go Without DMX, we would not have the most consistent rap group of all time. Yo, Kiss, what up, dog? These niggas running right here like they're controlling this shit. No doubt. Let's show these niggas how to take hold of this shit. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Let's get it on. I only gave you the crown so I could shoot it off your fucking head. Y'all niggas fucking dead. Y'all heard the fuck I said. I talk shit cause I walk shit, start shit. New York shit, the hawk shit, spark shit, the dark shit, and it been that way. Fuck high nigga live, let's go in that way. Niggas is part of a game that I don't play. Never catch dog carrying what I don't weigh. That's 345, 138, 173 pounds, straight out the gate. I don't hate, got no beef, but knock a nigga off quick. And I'm mad like a bitch at a nigga with a soft dick. Get off this, fucking with X. Put on some other shit. Why the fuck you fucking with X? You must be fucking with X. Go, catch a chicken. Fucking with me, you go, catch a whipping. Here we go again. Used to be my dog, mm. in my left titty. Screen ride or die, I thought you would die with me. Found out you a bitch, you can't even ride with me. Now it's a war, you ain't on the side with me. Used to be my dog, you was in my left titty. Screen ride or die, I thought you would die with me. Found out you a bitch, you can't even ride with me. Now it's a war, you ain't on the side with me. When it rings, niggas get wet, so stay dry. Don't cross me, I can peep the snake eye. Just lost me, like your shadow in the dark. Shadow with the spark. Blew your shit apart. That was two halves for one nigga. Look at him. I said after a few laughs. Dumb nigga. Stupid is the stupid dog. Cock sucker. And look what being stupid does. Get you shot sucker. I let you get too close and you bit me. I closed one out for too long. Tried to hit me. Thought you was with me. Well, you might as well forget me. Cause from this point on, it's war. I won't stop until one of us is gone. I'm still mad at myself for letting that shit go down. Somebody should have told me I was fucking with a clown. 
if we're just talking about black culture. And the radio stations would purposely say that they are not playing hip hop. People forget, man, and I'm pretty sure some people who are older than me and, you know, who actually remember that time period can tell you how it was still a struggle for hip hop to get accepted, especially around the early, the early to mid 90s, you know, and then once 2000 came and DMX and the Rough Riders came, it was just over. You couldn't deny it. And (laughs) my cousin from Brooklyn, from the Cypress Hills Projects, Cypress, right? (laughs) He came to live with us in Chicago. And I looked up to that man. Like, that man taught me how to ride a bike. That's how, you know, because he was, he is, I was trying to see, I'm 29. And he's like in his 40s. So he's at least like 10 years uh, older than me. And... You know, he had to stay with us, man. That was my um, dad's um, nephew. And I'll never forget. I will never forget this one time, right? This one time, me, my mom, and dad were coming back from church. We literally, my dad parks the car. This is like a, this had to have been like a revival night. You know, y'all know about the revival nights. We come back from revival night. To our apartment. My cousin Troy didn't come with me. Uh, with us. My dad parks the car. And as soon as we open up the door. We hear this loud ass music. Coming from our apartment complex. And my dad was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what the hell is going on? And my dad was like, I know he is not. I, I know that nigga is not. That's not coming from my crib, is it? I know. And literally, we're walking up the stairs, right? <laughs> and the music gets louder and louder. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to smell catfish. And I was just like, oh, damn. Is a nigga making some catfish? And I was just like, oh, he in trouble now. Oh, man, Troy's in trouble now, man. I don't, like, I, damn, he in trouble. And the next thing you know, my dad opens up the door. We walk inside the kitchen. Music is jumping, and I mean jumping. And my cousin is frying some fish. And this is the very first time that I heard the Rough Riders anthem. This is, oh man, this is high. And my dad just went off on him. What the hell you think you're doing? This ain't Brooklyn. We got neighbors. They go, we can hear you all the way down from the car, from the parking lot. Damn. Uh. Clearly, I'm embellishing and, you know, over exaggerating. When I was a kid, and I was just like, yo, this song is hot. Like, I feel for you, Troy, but this song is hot right here, man. Shit. From then on, that's when the hip-hop bug bit me. 
But when I fell in love was when I heard um, the Made You Look remix when they debuted the music video in 2004 in Ludacris's verse. And Ludacris is already my favorite rapper. But my earliest memories of hip hop has to be DMX and that Rough Riders album because my cousin had the CD. Rough Riders Volume 1, to be exact. And as a kid growing up, like I didn't grow up in New York, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't know any of the B-sides or the album cuts. But come on, every kid was singing Party Up, you know. Every kid was saying, y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Cradle to the Grave, I watched that movie so many times. Definitely burned the DVD, or scratched the DVD, because that's how serious it was. And when I got older, as a mature hip-hop fan, and started learning about the legend of DMX, all of a sudden, I stumbled into my favorite DMX song of all time because I love origin stories. And it's his debut single, Get At Me, Dog. Yeah. I'm right here, dog. Where my dog's at? We right here, dog. Where my dog's at? I'm right here, dog. What must I go through to show you shit is real? Uh. And I ain't really never gave a fuck how niggas feel. Rob and I still. Uh. Not cause I want to, cause I have to. And don't make me show you with the Mac. Come on, with you don't know by now, then you slip. I'm on some bullshit that's got me jacking niggas flip. Uh. Let my man in them stay pretty. But I'ma stay shitty. <laughs> Cruddy, it's all for the money. Is you with me? Get the bitches, and I'll commit the crime. And this is my favorite DMX song of all time. In the video? Jesus Christ, man. Are you serious? Like, a few episodes ago, I was talking about how I wish I was in the Bronx when the Bridge is Over debuted. I wish I was in New York when the DMX's Get At Me Dog music video debuted. Yeah, niggas wanna be killers. Get at me, dog. Yeah, niggas wanna fill us. Get at me, dog. Yeah, niggas want the red. Get at me, dog. Yeah. Uh, 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 now it ain't. Looking too good for certain niggas. Some hurting niggas. What you doing? Robbing niggas. Jerking niggas. Sticking niggas. Cause they deserve it. But money got murdered. They know he died slowly. And check this. If you think about that music video, it was dark. Fucking strobe lights. Like, and this was pre. If you have a problem or if you're schizophrenic, I suggest you do not watch this music video. And it was uncomfortable and it was shot at, shot at the legendary tunnel. Hype Williams production. Oh my God. Just let me be there, please, man. A young Sheik Looch and dogs and DMX, man. Come on, man. A time, a moment, a vibe. And the thing that he represents so much was his competitive spirit. Because you have to think about it. During that time, early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, there was a gap. There was a void in hip-hop. Pac and Biggie were dead. The bad boy run, their first run was pretty much, you know, done. Like they they were moving it, they were pushing it, but 
New York was looking for a new king. And <laughs> I don't even think like DMX just tried to be the king. I just think he just wanted to be the best because that was such a competitive time. And my favorite DMX verse of all time is when he got on a song called Time to Build. Hey, man, if you know, you know this song. Whoo, four amazing MCs, right? Including X. Because the first MC goes by the name of Mike Geronimo. It's actually his song. It's actually his song. But right after Mike Geronimo's verse comes from a young, hungry MC from Queens who goes by the name of Ja Rule. The pain when they shout my name Horrified by the thought of hot slugs and graves Cause Ja is a sinister character Loading that four-deep-four caliber Infrared aim at your jugular Who the fuck are you? Nobody cares You'll just be another nigga that needs repairs Talking to all them niggas shitting And all them baggies that be steady And after Ja's verse is done After his verse is done You got a nigga named Jay-Z on the same song but to round out the song wait a minute y'all ain't heard this song yet damn for real y'all ain't heard this one song yet well let me put y'all on man like you don't know what a ass whipping feels like I'm giving flashbacks I blaze niggas split like ass cracks It's the J's of the age Moving in jazz tracks Yeah So when I'm browsing Through your housing projects Niggas get 5,000 Shit is rough Time to close I hit you with 16 of those Next time maybe more But who the fuck knows Fuck knows And to round out the song Is a brand new rapper Who went by the name of DMX man this song was produced by Irv Gotti. This is my favorite X verse, and this is the verse of the week. You see what I'm talking about, man? During that time, just imagine a young, hungry DMX, Jay-Z, and Ja Rule. Fun fact, this song was also produced by Irv Gotti. Irv was like literally in the middle of a lot of those 
mid to late 90s rap songs scenes moments he was right there hell irv is the man who introduced dmx to leo cohen the president of def jam records at that time man like come on that's such an era and think about it like this too who would know that it would be those three rappers x ja hove who would literally be fighting over the king of the new york crown because this is all literally happening right after Pac and big died and big was shit. <laughs> he was the king you know what i'm saying he was the king and if we're being real during that time is when money was really being pumped into hip-hop and rap so we're over here seeing albums selling for millions think about the era okay it goes Pac and Big, Rough Riders, Rockefeller, and Murder Inc., right? That's that era. And if we're being real, yes, Jay-Z stood the test of time, which is why he becomes, you know, the now king, right? The now greatest rapper, you know, alive, if we're just saying so right now. But it was really Rough Riders who were outselling them. Who outsold everybody. It was really DMX's first two albums that was dropped in one year. That really put X on top. Now, unfortunately, with him being in trouble, you know what I'm saying? In and out of jail, dealing with his addiction issues and Ja Rule and Murder, Inc. being indicted by the FBI. It was easy for Jay-Z to just be like, all right, well, I'm going to still keep being the best rapper there is, you know? And then, like, literally, like, like, right after that era, that's when the 50 Cent era comes. And then after that era, that's when we got <laughs> literally the crunk era, ringtone rap. It was just over. It was the South became the undisputed leader in hip hop. Unfortunately, that's just how it goes. But let's not act like during that time, man, it was those three rappers, X, Ja, J, really going at it. And X was outselling them, man. He was. It was like a three-way battle. Murder, Inc., Rough Riders, Rockefeller. Man, what a time to be alive. And yes, you had Nas as well, but wasn't nobody selling like DMX, man? You got two number one albums in one year? Come on, dog. So let's celebrate X by breaking down a song that not a lot of y'all might not have heard of. This is DMX with Coming From featuring Mary J. Blige. During this breakdown, I'll talk about DMX's life and his career. I'll touch on it, right? Because he is somebody who loved, survived, and suffered. 
first Love or slug, which one am I gonna get first? My journey's been a rough one, I'm not sure when it begin But the way it's looking, I kinda know when it's gonna end What's in love? Hold me down, baby, it's gonna be a rough ride Niggas give us plenty of room, cause I guess enough dies Let me travel, cause my intentions are to travel in peace But fuck around, I'll lay you down, you hit the gravel and cease He's a father of 15 kids, man. 15. 15. He struggled with addiction, right? Unfortunately, that's like the banner, you know, that'll be over his head. But does that make him a weak person? Because he lived 50. He's lived at least four lifetimes, right? Because fans remember him telling the story of his addiction, how it literally started. At 14 years old, when his big homie, who was also a rapper, who was also the man in Yonkers in his neighborhood, and he was 30 years old, his big homie was, gave him a blunt, laced with crack. The big homie says he didn't do it, but DMX says, nah, that's where it started for me, if we're just talking about in terms of this addiction. And you hear... You hear DMX's pain throughout his music. That's what makes him stand out, which is why I want to choose a song that you might not have heard of from X. Honestly, I could have done Slip In and all of his other songs, but I wanted to focus on a song that I just discovered while going down a DMX rabbit hole. All right, it literally, this is the longest, this is the hardest, the most difficult song that I had to find a breakdown because I just didn't want to do something that everybody else was doing. I wanted to switch it up. You know, I really wanted to pay attention to a song and give light to a song that not a lot of people have heard of, including myself. So I also had to educate myself on this song as well, man. And truth be told, all of his songs are about his upbringing, if we're being honest. The best part about X is you hear and feel all of his emotions. That's what we call being authentic, yo. And he transfers that into his music. More importantly, he's just a rapper. Like most rappers in the 90s, they started as battle rappers. And a lot of them recorded mixtapes on the side, especially demos, man. And Wah, anybody who knows about D and Wah, founders of Rough Riders, Wah heard DMX's demo for the very first time when him and his brother were starting Rough Riders. Let me give y'all a taste of what a young DMX sounded like in 91. 
upon a time in Brooklyn there With three little pigs with the hypest gear Polo, Guest, and Gore-Tex All living large in Marcy Projects Polo was short, somewhat stocky High top fade, built like Rocky Guest was the best, dresser of the trio Light skin, slim with a cameo Gore-Tex was next, and of all the three Not only did he love boosting, he loved the MC Now they grew up together with a one day in Marbury, New York on 3rd and 3rd. Heavy D pulled up in a Benz. He had, you know, a little entourage with him. And I asked him, yo, have like, y'all in the music industry, y'all doing real big things with Uptown Records. How do we get in the game? We want to get out of these streets. Hev said, listen, if you find an artist that you believe in, bring him to me, I might do a deal with you because I'm looking for artists anyway. At that time, I was standing there with Tiny. And so I said, I, I got that artist. I know her, I know her. He said, he has to be that artist. He has to be gold artist, a, a hit-making artist. I said, I got him. They all looked at me like I was crazy. He had a cassette, Darkman X mixtape. The polo set. Before you go on your way, there are a few things that I forgot to say. First, let me put your hip to the don'ts and do's. When you're scrambling, this is the slang you use. Common hop, don't stop, TNT's up the block. Try something funny and end up getting hot. Ask me why. My first reaction was, where's he at right now? I need to see him now. This can get us out of the streets. Um, Ghostbusters or Cottonelle, and I decided that. Since it's just us three, Polo, Gas, and Gore-Tex, we call it Beat Double D. Now, Polo had a friend who sold coke. His name was Tito. He went to see him. Get back with a kilo. And a year later, things were going well. They had a lot of steady customers and clientele. They also had workers in several spots that had automatic co with lots of shots. He heard this song, looked for X, found him standing on the corner, told X that he was going to sign him and that he wanted to sign him. X didn't believe him, and he told him that if he was serious, come knock on his window where he was staying at the next morning at 11 o'clock. And if he did that, he'll roll with him. And the reason why X did that was because he was just jaded because he was dealt with a lot of empty promises. He had a bad manager. Label heads kept trying to recruit him. You know, and saying, giving him like, yo, we're going to sign you. We're going to sign you. And it never really happened. Right? But why proved him wrong? Knocked on his window. The rest is history. This whole rap game is mine. How did you ever been? I was that in 89. Seeking you shall find. Look within it. You will know where you coming from and where you better go. And the cool part about this song is that Mary J. Blige is singing on the hook. A hook that focuses on self-identity. And you know, like she constantly says where I'm from. But it's not just talking about a physical location. It's more about your place in the world, your purpose, your mission, your motivation. And will it give you peace? But how can you find all of these things if you don't know where you came from? Now, Mary is also from Yonkers. She introduced Puff to the locks and she told him about DMX. But shiny suits and dark man X, it don't mix, baby. 
It don't mix. It worked out for the locks, but not for long because they were the first bad boys of bad boy. Therefore, it makes sense that it wouldn't work for DMX. <laughs> you know, like, come on. But nonetheless, a Mary J. Blige song and a DMX song, Mary J. Blige and DMX put together on one song. It makes all the sense in the world. Bad time in one spot, uh, plotting my next move. Trying to figure out why is it the next dude with X dude? Some questions go unanswered. That's what I'm afraid of. Sometimes I can't show, but I know what I made of. They made love, or should I say they made lust? Found they didn't have to be loved there, cause they made us. You see, this song focuses on X's past. He's reflecting on his life and how he turned out to be the person he is today. You see, X was well known for robbing people with his dog, not with a gun. But his dog. Quite a few sisters. I was the only boy. But being with my dog was my only choice. Like a kid with a new toy. I forgot about the crime. Escaped the misery. Didn't think about the crime. Love all track of time. Was in another world. Everybody knew Earl, but there was another Earl. Light aside of the dark. Right in the park, but wouldn't wanna. Stayed in far, but when they jumped me, became a good runner. One by one, they all went under. So I had the last laugh. They all thought it was a joke, but I had the last laugh. <laughs> Now, I love this beat, right? From the pianos, the drums. It was produced by one of Rough Rider's in-house producers who goes by the name of P-Killer Tracks. He's done a lot of DMX songs, right? But his biggest song would have to be Eve's Love Is Blind. If I were to say so, that would be his biggest song to date because when this song came out, it was huge. Just think about the amazing talent that was on this roster, man. Hey, yo, I don't even know you and I hate you. See, all I know is that my girlfriend used to date you. How would you feel if she held you down and raped you? Tried and tried, but she never could escape you. She was in love and I'd ask you how. I mean, why? And obviously, Swiss Beats was the go-to producer for Rough Riders. But do your homework on Dame Grease and P. All right, because Swizz Beats was not around for the for, for DMX's first album. Just do your homework. Just do your Googles. Because those producers helped X tell his story. This is a man who's gotten into so much trouble, raised by his mother, really bad relationship between the two. He says it all the time, you know, that his mother, he feels like he did not believe that his mother let, loved him. Now, to wrap up the breakdown, DMX's pain really started when he got sent to boarding school after he got expelled from the from school when he was in the fifth grade. During that time, he, the boarding school slash juvenile institution that he was at is when he started learning how to write poetry and raps because this was around 83. So hip hop at that time was so brand new to the point where they were just calling it rap. Now, when he got out from that place, when he was 14, he was sent there like when he was around 12, I want to say. He had no place to stay. His mom wouldn't let him stay with her because her house was already full. So he's basically homeless. Hung out with the wrong crowd and you know how the rest goes. 
I feel the ghost from within coming back to haunt me. Stay loving my people, even though they don't want me. When I was bad, I was forgotten, like I was dead and rotten. Should've been getting love, but instead was plotting. Shit wasn't right, and it was all blamed on me. Didn't know that I was special till this rap shit came to be. Gave me a way out, showed me it was better to teach than bust niggas with the four four leave them dead in the streets over beef that was worth less than the cost of the slugs that I bought to kill them. And that's because I thought I ought to kill them. Little did I know, death wasn't right. Didn't always show every breath was a life to be captured in suspended animation. To be felt by all, understood by every nation. What's the sense of hating when I can show love? What's the sense of faking when I can show blood? Now, unfortunately, he suffered a heart attack a few weeks ago, and he passed away on Friday. We don't know if it was an overdose or maybe his body was just worn down. Either way, this is a ma- either way, this is a man of God who did a prayer at the end of his shows, a father who would kill for all fifteen of his kids. And more importantly, somebody who was unapologetically himself, good or bad. You got to respect that, man. This man plays played a major part in my love for hip hop. Just when I thought that the NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys were it. No, 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 no. My cousin from the projects was like, hey, man, this is what we call Rough Riders. And because of DMX, I was able to find out about my favorite rap group of all time, The Locks, the most consistent rap group of all time. I said it, nigga, The Locks. You never, and if you don't believe me, you never hear about any drama or beef that the locks had. You never hear about that publicly. You heard about it with NWA? Shit. You heard about it with bad boys? With bad boys. Rich Gang, Young Thug, and Rich Homie Quine. How many of y'all remember that they were in a group together? I'm just saying, man. I'm just outcast. One of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. I can keep going down the list. But the LOX, man, they're the GOATs. And I would not know anything about the locks if it wasn't for DMX. And Jada Kiss would not be in my top five if it was not for DMX. And my love for hip hop would not have bubbled if it wasn't for DMX. And that's the end of the breakdown, man. Now, instead of doing the rotation this week, I'm just going to end the episode with one of DMX's most important, impactful and powerful songs that he's ever written. This song is so powerful that it really helped him from not being locked up for such a long time because he played it in front of a judge. This is DMX with Slippin'. Everything will go back to regular schedule programming 
next week. So in the meantime, in between time, peace and love. My name is Doug. Different faces like Macy's to find my way And now I know that happy days are not far away If I'm strong enough, I live long enough to see my kids Doing something more constructive with the time than bids I know because I've been there, now I'm in there Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there First came the bullshit, the drama with my mama She got on some fly shit, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed That doesn't need much to succeed Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was Bagging niggas when I caught a bus I'm thinking about how short I was Going too fast, it wouldn't last, but yo, I couldn't tell Group homes and institutions, prepare my ass for jail They put me in a situation, forcing me to be a man When I was just learning to stand without a helping hand Damn, was it my fault, something I did To make a father leave his first kid at seven Doing my first bid Back on the scene at 14 with a scheme To get more green than I'd ever seen In the dream, and by all means I will be living high off the hog And I never gave a fuck about much but my dog That's the only motherfucker I'd head off in my last Just another little nigga headed nowhere fast Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling I can't get up, hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling I can't get up, hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling I got to get up on my feet so I can tear shit up. Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey yo, I'm slipping.